Section 118 of Fables of Aesop and Others. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Emma Charlotte. Fables of Aesop and Others by Aesop. Mercury and the Carther. Mercury, being very desirous to know what credit he had obtained in the world, and how he was esteemed among mankind, disguised himself, and went to the shop of a famous statuary, where images were to be sold. He saw Jupiter, Juno, and himself, and most of the other gods and goddesses. So, pretending that he wanted to buy, he asked the prices of several, and at length, pointing to Jupiter, what says he is the lowest price you will take for that a crown says the other and what for that pointing to juno i must have something more for that mercury then casting his eye upon the figure of himself with all his symbols about it here am i said he to himself in quality of jupiter's messenger and the patron of artisans with all my trades about me and then smiling with a self-sufficient air and pointing to the image and pray friend what is the price of this elegant figure oh replied the statuary if you will buy jupiter and juno i will throw you that into the bargain application if we knew ourselves of what could any of us be vain vanity is the fruit of ignorance and the froth of perverted pride humility is the constant attendant on men of great talents and good qualities these enable them to see how far they are short of perfection but the vain and arrogant conceive they have attained its height all vain men who affect popularity fancy other people have the same opinion of them that they have of themselves but nothing makes them look so cheap and little in the eyes of discerning people as their inquiring like mercury in the fable after their own worth and wanting to know what value others set upon them and those who are so full of themselves as to hunt for praise and lay traps for commendation will generally be disappointed and be marked out as the emptiest of fellows for it argues a littleness of mind to be too anxious and solicitous concerning our fame. He that behaves himself as he should do, need not fear procuring a good share of respect and a fair reputation. But then these should not be the end or the motive of our pursuits. Our principal aim should be the welfare of our country, our friends and ourselves, and should be directed by the rules of honour and virtue. End of section.